a Voice of St. Louis original podcast. This is the St. Louis All Local Podcast, bringing you the top stories from the KMOX newsroom. Good morning, I'm Scott Jagel. Today is Monday, February 19th. And I'm Tom Ackerman. The Rockwood School Superintendent says he takes full responsibility for what happened Friday amidst a larger-than-expected and longer-than-expected snowfall event. Dr. Curtis Kane posted on social media Sunday that he's sorry for any confusion, frustration, concern, or stress caused by his call for an afternoon early dismissal. Kane says he consulted with other superintendents and decided to have in-person classes while also relying on weather forecasts that the intense snowfall would end in time for a normal dismissal. As things changed with the weather and with safety top of mind, he decided to get buses out earlier than expected. He says he'll work with other stakeholders to formulate a plan to do things differently if a similar set of factors arises. Crews from several different departments are battling a house fire in Ferguson. It's in the 400 block of North Clay. Flames could be seen shooting out of the top floor of the two-story home. No word on any injuries. Moms Demand Action held a gun violence prevention rally near where the shooting took place after the Chiefs victory parade. We get more from WDAF-TV's Lexi French. Jackson County legislator Manny Abarca spoke about his experience when shots rang out at the Super Bowl celebration and plans to create change going forward. We will talk about gun reform at the Jackson County Courthouse, downtown, second floor, 10.30 a.m., Every Monday until there is policy that we change at Jackson County that we send to the governor's office, that we send across the street to the mayor. KMOX political analysts Hancock and Kelly don't think lawmakers are in any hurry to pass new gun laws. Democrat Michael Kelly on Total Information AM Sunday. There's lots of consensus around gun reform. The reality is, is the leadership of the Republican Party in Washington, D.C. has said that we will do absolutely nothing. And that's what's going to happen. This will continue to happen. Republican John Hancock says it's time to go after those who put guns in the hands of juveniles to commit violence. We're going to have to start treating these urban gangs as organized criminals the same way we treated the mafia 40 years ago. Brad Choate, KMOX News. St. Louis police report at least five shootings happened in the city over the weekend. One took place last night in the 3400 block of Chippewa. A 26-year-old woman was shot in the back while in the passenger seat of a car. She is listed in stable condition. An expert says kids should be cautious of the dangers in this world. That's the warning to parents from Overland Police who just last week had a report of a man approaching kids at a bus stop of middle schoolers. Police Chief Andy Mackey says the kids did the right thing by not in Engaging and telling an adult, he says when telling kids of the bad stuff in life, like the shooting at the Kansas City Victory Parade, parents should try to have a balance of fear and respect. Communication is always fantastic. You know, that that always helps. Keeping someone in the dark about, you know, what could happen, it, it doesn't benefit them too much in, in all ways. I know we want to protect our children and you know, from the current situations that are going on, so they're not fearful, but just informing them, making them aware of things that could happen without being, you know, doom and gloom. Mackie says headphone and earbud wearers at the bus stop need to keep one ear open to their surroundings just in case. Stuart McMillan, KMOX News. A St. Louis mansion with ties to Nabisco just went on the market. It was built in the 1800s by the baker whose company became Nabisco. For the last 28 years, Joy and Ron Christensen have owned it. 
They are known for their radio production careers. Well, we used to have huge media parties here. I mean, you could have 250 people and not even know anybody was here. <laughs> uh, we hosted the International Film Festival every year. Uh, so we've had international stars, directors, and producers in the house. 12,000 square foot mansion. It has 21 rooms, 11 bathrooms. You can buy the Central West End home for less than $2 million. Tom, I was in that home last week, and I can tell you that is a pretty good deal for that place. It is gorgeous. Jefferson County hears from its top leader this morning. County Executive Dennis Gannon will deliver his State of the County address in front of 300 or so community leaders at Herculaneum High School. Gannon plans to highlight his past accomplishments and priorities for the coming year. How old is too old to meet the demands of a job? Say, for instance, President of the United States, Dr. John LaPook examines the issue for CBS Sunday Morning. There's an old saying among doctors, if you've seen one 80-year-old, you've seen one 80-year-old. Some will act like they're 60 or 70, while others seem a lot older. You hear a lot of people asking, how old is too old? And shouldn't it be how old is too old for what function? Absolutely. I could not agree more. It's part of you just getting sick and tired of this discussion? (laughs) No, I'm never tired of discussing aging. Dr. Louise Aronson is a geriatrician and professor of medicine at the University of California, San Francisco. Her best-selling book, Elderhood, is about redefining old age. I honestly think anybody who's lived past their 40s knows age matters, right? Your body changes, your brain changes. What I would like to see is a conversation where we actually discuss the things that matter. It gets tricky, right? Because oh, absolutely. you have things like wisdom right. brushing up against decreasing cognitive function. Right. I mean, there is a lot of variability. A healthy human brain has up to 100 billion nerve cells making trillions of connections with each other. Recent research suggests a normal part of aging involves forgetting less important memories to help make room for new ones. The problem comes when normal forgetting is coupled with an abnormal process causing dementia. I would say by far the biggest fear my patients have Mm -hmm. is that they're losing it. Right. And very often it'll start with, I couldn't think of a name. I mean, it was somebody who I know so well. Right. How important is that? How worried should they be? I would say they should not be worried. And what about misplacing objects? Sometimes it's a matter of attention. So what may be happening in situations where people said, I couldn't find my keys, is that they weren't paying enough attention to the keys. Maybe they were talking to someone when they put them down, and consequently that memory isn't within their grasp in the way they would hope. But if you find the keys and you don't know what they do... Oh, that's a bigger problem, yes. That distinction between normal and abnormal aging is increasingly important as the number of older workers continues to grow. And in most cases, mandatory retirement at a certain age is illegal. Congress today gave final approval to a bill that outlaws mandatory retirement for most workers at any age. But there are exceptions when public safety is at stake. For example, FBI agents must retire at 57. Commercial airline pilots at 65. But there are no age limits for surgeons. When I lecture about this subject of older surgeons around the country, I ask my audience, who in the audience has encountered a surgeon who should have stopped operating before he or she did? And the majority of hands go up. Doctors think that they know best. 
Dr. Mark Katlik is a thoracic surgeon and chief of surgery for LifeBridge Health in Baltimore. Okay, let's go. In 2014, he created the Aging Surgeon Program, a two-day physical and cognitive evaluation open to older surgeons from anywhere in the world, demonstrated here. Okay, Kurt, you can stop. I was pulled together a team, a multidisciplinary team of doctors, including you know, geriatricians and uh, neurologists and PTOT, physical occupational therapy people, ethicists, lawyers. We built this comprehensive, objective evaluation of the surgeon's physical and cognitive faculties. What was the initial response of the surgeons who were going to be potentially subjected to this? Almost everyone comes kicking and screaming and not wanting to come. And what precipitates them being sent there in the first place? Something has been identified as being problematic. I want you to touch the block that I touch. Okay. Aside from evaluating surgeons flagged with a possible problem, LifeBridge is one of the few hospital systems in the country where all doctors and nurses over the age of 75 receive a neurocognitive assessment every two years. Our doctors are very open-minded about it. We Dr. Catlick, 72, says tests like these really actually help fight ageism by focusing on function rather than on chronological age. I think you can make a very strong case for any Buddy who's in a high-impact profession, doctors, airline pilots, high government officials, they should have some sort of screening at some age. In fact, I would take away the mandatory retirement for airline pilots and others. If you're okay, it, the test will show you're okay. We've added a couple of decades, essentially an entire generation onto our lives, and we haven't kind of socioculturally figured out how to handle that. And I think it's important. We need to discuss age. There's Figuring out how to handle that, says Dr. Aronson, might just mean embracing the realities of getting older while realizing the end of working doesn't have to mean the end of a meaningful life. We need ways of letting people work when they still can and of helping them to stop working when that's in their interests and the interests of the common good. But the problem is that we really haven't figured out a way of giving people a gentle off-ramp to yes. whatever it is that they're doing that preserves their dignity, yes. their sense of who they are. Almost all of us will live to that phase of life, and so if nothing but the most selfish of reasons, we should be doing that right now. You've been listening to the St. Louis All Local Podcast produced by the KMOX Newsroom. Listen and subscribe wherever you get your favorite podcasts.